This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. 72-60, Knicks over the Jazz. Mississippi State, an early 20-19 lead over Ole Miss. That's on right over there. There you go. How about your Celties, Ryan? How about them? Only up three on the Pacers now. After an- Wait, what? They were up 81-66 at halftime. It's 85-82 That's Boston crazy. with 8.07 to go in the third quarter. As you know, in the NBA, teams don't get out of bed until they're down 15 at halftime. What the hell? Yeah, How man. Did that just happened. It was just a 10-point game. Yep. Yikes. You know how it happened, Ryan. It's called Jason Tatum, ISO. Brick, brick, brick. Joe Mazzula standing there. Blink, blink, blink. Oh, that's not good. Thought that was going to be a dub tonight. You know, Ryan, we would love to bring you over to the prop side of the NBA. It's a lot less frustrating than sides and totals in the NBA. I'm just saying. Might have to after tonight. I'm just saying, man. We'll see how it ends. You know, See some, how it ends. sometimes, sometimes you just don't want to deal with a team that doesn't play any defense like the Pacers. It can be frustrating, except for the Knicks, though, because the Knicks may never lose a game. Oh, real quick, uh, Jalen Brunson over seven and a half assists. There Love we that. go. JB. Josh Hart, uh, six rebounds, four assists, three away from going over the 12 and a half. So That's crazy. Good, solid situation for my New York Knicks, guys. And look at Jalen. Br- oh, Jeez. got it on the break, lost the ball. It's okay. Still makes it, though. Man, that boy I, good. Is there another player that you guys can think of that has exceeded expectations more than Jalen Brunson? And is, I mean, like, it's the point now his contract is a discount. This dude is vastly underpaid for what he's doing with the Knicks. Like, it's incredible what he's done since he got there. Yeah, man. I mean, you talk about a guy who's making $25 million a year. The next time that he's extension eligible, which oh, I think is this offseason. I bet he gets 40 a year. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy to say that he's underpaid because I thought that they overpaid for Brunson. So did I. I was a little so. bit worried. But you know when I realized that he was different and he could, you know, kind of like uh, take over a game? I mean, he needs some help, obviously, because he's not the biggest dude. But in the series that we talked about against Utah, mm-hmm. uh, when Luka missed a couple games in the first round when yeah. he was with Dallas, that, that I mean, that's why he got the bag. But he was really good in that series. He put up 41 in one of the games. Yeah. So, I mean, he could go out and get buckets, man. He's tough, too. Chicago kid, you know? Hashtag yeah. people forget. Hey, you know what? Makes people Jaylen tough. Brunson. It's cold up there. It I li- is. I like that <laughs> um, he had an- somebody interviewed him the other day. I forget who it was. And they asked him just what it's like for him to be underrated and to consistently still get questions about whether you can lead this team you know, to the promised land or whether you were a real superstar. And he said, you know, honestly, if I need to seek validation and get motivation from outside sources, then, like, something's wrong with me at mm-hmm. this point. And there's a lot of superstars, guys, like LeBron James, that are still, and Steph Curry. Kevin Durant. Still, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. They still seek outside validation yeah. and gain fuel from what other people believe and don't believe. He's just, he's one of those athletes that are very zen. Mm-hmm. You're right. He is. It's just kind of like. Jokic. Like- He's very self-aware. Yeah, just like, it's not that deep. I'm playing the game of basketball. Yeah. 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 And you know.
what that's what makes him such a great floor leader. Like yep. he's just he's always calm in these moments. He's always confident with what he's doing. And everybody kind of feeds off that. And that's that's just so important, right? I mean, we talk about culture being built for a team. Coaching front office has something to do with that, but it's also the players that are out there on the court or out mm-hmm. there on the field if you're talking NFL or whatever sport, right? Like that all that stuff matters. And if you're an extension on the floor of what that culture is that you're building there, that's what really gives you the difference, and that's where you get the true results, and that's what we're seeing from the Knicks right now. Yeah, Worldwide West, Leon Rose, yep. two guys, you know, Rick Brunson, We do forget Jones. about Worldwide West. It's yeah. always Leon Rose. There's also Worldwide West there. He's in the back, pulling Man. the strings as well. Rick Brunson, Jalen Brunson's dad. Uh, they're building something there, and Jalen uh, and, and James, James Dolan is just I almost called him Jalen Dolan, which would be kind of sick. He's just getting out of the way, which is great. Well, also, there's allegations against mm-hmm. him, too. So that's it's best he stays away for a while. Yeah, exactly. but, yeah. Uh Interesting, we had Keith Smith on earlier. And if you missed that, that's going to be, of course, on the podcast, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Uh, he kind of pointed out that the Knicks have an opportunity. I mean, we know, right? They have assets, draft picks, Evan Fournier, expiring contract. Silly season's coming up real soon, guys. And it, we're kind of in it now, but the trade deadline's Tuesday. We're going to be out in Vegas, which means something's going to go. Last year, it was Kevin Durant getting traded to the Suns. ESPN had an interesting article that Scott sent us, which I, I love this, right? Like, everybody loves the, the trade machine, the ESPN trade machine. Everybody's gone on there and done something and found a way to get some star to your bulls, maybe. You know, you go out there. Yeah. Everybody does LeBron. it. Some of the potential trades they threw, these are more of, like, trades that they would want to see, Right more than anything, which is that's that's kind of all we do at this point is like trades we'd want to see. Here's the craziest one that they threw out there. I'm going to scroll all the way to the bottom for this because it's a long one. Mikhail Bridges from the Nets, Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes, a first-round pick from the Knicks in 24, 25, another in 25, a 27, and a 29. So it's five first-round picks. Five first-round picks. And Quentin Grimes. And Evan Fournier expiring contract for Mikhail Bridges. Do Here's it. the thing. Knicks and Nets, never going to make a trade. No. They won't trade. They will not do it. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Also, I'm not, I love Mikhail Bridges. Not that much. I'm not giving up that much for Mikhail Bridges. But, like, that's what we you now want see. the entire Villanova team together? I mean, that's what I don't, you know, <laughs> man. You're getting that Villanova culture, though. I really like Mikhail Bridges, man. I do. I just, that's that's five first-round picks. Do that's a need, lot of picks. And do you even need Mikhail Bridges now that you have OG and Anobi? And that's the thing. I don't know if you do. I'd almost rather find. <sighs> you actually need a big. They do need a big. I would rather trade that. And I'm not saying that this team would do it. But, like, you could. You could trade that for Joel Embiid. That's a Joel Embiid size package. Right. Six first round picks. Yeah. I would give that up for Joel Embiid. I would not do that for Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, and that's only if Embiid asks out. Right. But you never know. Like things, stars decide they want to move on, and they try to pick their location. And I, that's the rumor that I keep hearing is that the Knicks have their eyes set on Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Why they think that they can get him, I don't know, but they believe they can get him. Big market, New York market. Mm-hmm. Embiid wanting to play for a winner. It's been forever. And if he goes there and the Knicks win, you know, and they actually win the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. Ewing never won an NBA championship. Nope. Then, nope. you know what I mean? Like, he's a legend forever. Not that, you know, if he wins in Philadelphia, he's a legend forever. But maybe he doesn't feel like that's possible with that organization. We'll see. I can't see him leaving now with Nick Nurse being Me there. And, I mean, they're a really good team. I feel better about Philadelphia right now than I do Milwaukee. Or Boston. Yeah, like I'm really, really mad at Boston right now. So. Yeah. Like, realistically, though, because we obviously had some trades. Toronto gave up their two best players, the Pacers and the Knicks. Like, DeJounte Murray's name is out there. I'm a big fan of his, but, like, he's not – 
He's not somebody that takes a team from like fringe playoff team to like title contender. Does not move me. What is like what is the next big name that's even gonna like I don't think there's anybody at this deadline unless there's some big shocker. There's no star like superstar that gets moved. We haven't had any trade requests from guys. The last one was James Harden, and that was handled with the Clippers at the beginning of the year, and you know, that's it. It kind of feels like Luca's the next one, but we're maybe a year, year and a half away from that. Yeah, and I don't think the the Hawks are ready to trade Trey Young yet. That would be a big one. You know, you heard rumors Ugh, that you know maybe, we'd want nothing to do with him. Yeah, we wouldn't. Not in Portland, not in New York. No. Damn it! <laughs> but there were some rumors about him, you know, to going to OKC last year, which I heard that he wanted to go there. I don't Trey Young. Yeah, I don't think that's because you know he went to Oklahoma yeah, yeah, from yeah, that area. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, especially now. Like, why would you? Why would you bring a defender to your team who's got like a? 122.7 defensive rating. Just bad. And now you're hearing rumors about him wanting to go to the Spurs. I, If I'm the Spurs, I probably want... I know that they already have a Jones, but I'd rather have Tyus Jones than, than Trey Young. Or bring DeJounte Murray back. Or bring DeJounte Murray back. He was a nice fit. He was. It was a better fit there. I mean, he yeah. was a triple-double machine. He was actually yeah. a true point guard for them. He was on the ball more. He just seemed like he was in a better position and more comfortable as opposed to, you know, playing with Trey Young. Where We, look, right, we looked at that and said, is that going to work? It might. It might not. So, yeah, like, I kind of... I don't know if this deadline is going to be as crazy as maybe we thought a few weeks ago. I'm starting to kind of feel like it may be some smaller moves. Yeah, if any moves, really. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if it was just stuff on the margins, right? Like, you know, you're getting rid of guys like Colin Sexton, and Colin Sexton goes to a team that needs a, a point guard that, you know, can start but also can play backup. Not somebody like the Timberwolves, like he said. I think they need more of like a pass-first point guard to back up Mike Conley. But Colin Sexton, you're never going to get as good of a of a move or a trade as you can for Colin. Now, I could see Kobe White getting moved just because, again, you know they're at the top of their value, right? Colin Sexton's mm-hmm. averaging 24. I don't know what Kobe White's averaging for the year, but he's been awesome since Zach Levine's been out. Oh, so yeah. I could see like those are so so small of moves. They don't really even register in terms of, like, Woj bombs. They yeah. mentioned even in this Malcolm Brogdon going yep, to the Knicks. I can see that. You know, they need, they need some, you know, that would bench help. point guard help. That might, But that's really where it is. Like, if we're kind of looking yeah. at this, there's not a lot of teams because that's the question. Do you look at teams that maybe are selling and you go look at their win total and you take the under? Do you look at a team that you think might buy in and then it's maybe, okay, so I take the over on. I don't know if we're in a spot now for any more teams where that's really something, at least from a buying perspective, maybe from a selling perspective, but if you're Portland we too, that. who has Malcolm Brogdon, then you have to ask the Knicks for not their own pick. You have to actually ask the Knicks for the first round pick from Dallas, most likely, because that's top ten protected. We know Dallas is going to try to tank that away, if and they, they can might do it. try to tank that yeah. away. But if I'm if if I'm Portland, I'm probably don't want any of the Knicks first round picks because they look like they're in a pretty good spot for the next. I don't know. 82-66 right now. Knicks over the Jazz. Let's go. Three minutes to go in the third quarter. 96-84 Hawks. So my last play, I haven't given Getting it out yet. Getting nervous here about yeah. the Hawks. I've, I've seen this movie. Yeah. More have, than I've yeah. seen. More yeah. than uh, Missoula's seen the depart, or the town. LeBron James is just stalking away all of his energy for the fourth quarter. Uh, I also have the Sixers, plus three and a half. I don't know. Have we gotten any indication on Embiid yet? I know he's supposedly going through pregame warm-ups. But I have the Sixers plus three and a half against the Warriors. Uh, Embiid tonight is... as Last I've seen, still questionable, and that's as far still, as yep. it goes. Nothing new. Yeah. That game starts at 10.30. That's the which last... Me- which means at 10.27, Trista, I know. we'll know his status. If he, if he gets ruled out, 
the the line probably balloons to like seven and a half or eight. What do you think, Ryan? Like, because it's three and a half, assuming Embiid plays. So three and a half without Embiid, yeah, probably like seven and a half, eight, yeah. right? Yeah, I think Embiid's worth quite a bit to the market. Also, Maxi's out tonight too. Is he out? Out or? Maxi is officially question. out. Embiid's a game time decision. Morris a game time decision. Out. Uh, Batum, Covington, uh, Lofton, Maxi, and Melton all out tonight. So that might actually, yeah, that might be a little bit bigger. I think Embiid's going to play in this game. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe take and some Embiid props as well for the Warriors tonight. Moses Moody out. Chris Paul out. Moses Moody. Gary Payton. Moses Moody. The glove. Out. The glove. The second out. The mitten, yeah. they call him. The mitten. the mitten. It is a really great nickname. Oh, Utah's down 20. Yeah. They were a bad choice. They were a bad choice. Should have just bet college hoops tonight. Is, uh, yeah, looks the, like Georgia the, Tech's going to do the damn That was thing. a fishy line, Knicks minus four and a half. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I took the Knicks minus four and a half immediately because it just felt like the right call. 13 and two against the spread since they traded for OG and Obi. But then I thought, why would that line be so small? Utah just got blown out to a far worse New York mm-hmm. team than Nets. Like they're on a back to back. Knicks are on a back to back. It felt like that was a perfect, you know, letdown spot for the Knicks. There's no such There's thing no, as a letdown no, spot anymore for the, the Knicks, damn it. Nope. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Should we... Oh, oh DiVincenzo yeah. from 30 yeah. feet out. DiVincenzo thinks he's Curry right now. All right, now. guys. I'm, I, you know what? I'm, like I, we need to look. Uh, Knicks title odds. Should we start looking at this now? Because, damn it, they're going to beat that damn Celtics team. Your Celtics DiVincenzo's are going down. DiVincenzo's got 27. Dante DiVincenzo is an absolute His monster. Tonight? His line tonight was 24 and a half points. And I was like, oh, my God. When would he? It's been 12 and a half, guys. That's a whole 10 points higher just because no OG and OB, no Julius Randle. But you know what? He's getting the ball a lot. His usage is up considerably. He's getting rebounds. He's getting after it, getting putbacks, transition buckets, dunking on fools' heads. Knicks 33 to 1 to win the title. You know, oh, I don't hate that. Man. Do it then. 11 to 1 to win the that. East. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm watching a team don't that's down me. two of their three best players. And they're beating the hell out of the Jazz. 89-66. Could it be? Is Dante DiVincenzo the new Reggie Miller, some are asking? <laughs> I mean, he's got nine threes tonight. He's been on an absolute He hasn't tear. played like this since the Final Four a decade ago. I was there when he got drafted, actually, by the Bucks. Really? Yeah, I was like, I love this pick. And then uh, they moved him. Why did the Bucks move Dante DiVincenzo anyway? I feel like he was starting for them for a while, wasn't he? I felt like he had a big role for a while. I think he got injured. Yeah, he got hurt. Mm -hmm. And then they just kind of let him go. And then he was in... Wait, he he went to Golden State next, right? Well, they tried to move him originally for... um, I thought he went to the Kings. He did. He did go to the Kings. Kings, then Remember, they tried to move him for Bogdanovich. But then Woj screwed up the entire deal. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. And they voided that trade. Yeah. Oh, he's screwing over the little guy, the little market team. Come on, Celtics. Wake the F up. But yeah, he has been... DiVincenzo has been a monster for them. And really that's, you know, if you got a team that has guys that can come off the bench or, you know, have spot starts or whatever the case is and fill in these situations where you have your two, you know, two best players out, that's a sign of a team that's going to be really good in the playoffs because you know you shorten those rotations, eight nine man rotations, you get to the playoffs. If you got guys that are, you know, fringe starters coming off the bench for you, also it's a tough team. Another thing that I like about the Knicks and we talk a lot about the OG and Anobi side of that trade. But Precious Achuya, mm-hmm. it, born and raised New York, that's his like vibe. And yeah. he's a perfect tips player. He's getting some huge minutes tonight. Oh, man. Guys, I'm getting real excited. I feel better. Screw Ben Johnson.
It's all about the Knicks now. That's how it works. There you go. Uh, you know, we're just going to flip this thing around. Feel real good about that. Tyrese Halliburton's got 13 points. He's back out there for the Pacers. Love to see it. It's BetMGM tonight.